0: Dímelo mi gente, que lo que, you already know this is pun, drunk, boxing, a.k.a. Mr. Shine himself, a.k.a. El Adobo, a.k.a. El Sazon, a.k.a. El Maldito Borracho, ladies and gentlemen, first and foremost, God bless each and every one of y'all, y'all already know it's fight week, fight week, one of the most anticipating fight of the year, one of the most marinated fights in David Benavidez versus Caitlin playing this Saturday, Las Vegas, Nevada, you already know David Benavides, a.k.a. El Bandera Roja, a.k.a. The Mexican Monster, a.k.a. The Ecuadorian Monster, a.k.a. The Dominican Monster versus El Gringo from Tennessee's Kalen Plant, the former super, super middleweight champion of the world. you already know he carried the IBF title, and David Benavides was a former WBC super middleweight champion of the world. Can't wait to see this fight. And, and recently, I, I've been seeing more people trying to pick Kalen Plant to be David Benavides. Hmm. I mean the majority of the people got David Benavitas beating Kalen Plant. And I think a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, they they analyzes they analyzing this fight and picking their fight technically wise and also emotionally wise. Yeah. Because the world of boxing been calling for David Benavidez versus Canelo Alvarez. Y'all already know Canelo Alvarez is the undisputed in the super middleweight division. Canelo Alvarez um, beat Kalen Plant. That's the only blemish in Kalen Plant's resume is is, is losing to Canelo Alvarez, um, the four division world champion, super middleweight undisputed. Canelo Alvarez, the cash cow of sport of boxing. You know what I'm saying? A walking hall of famer. You know, Canelo Alvarez, a.k.a. King Melo, a.k.a. Cartelo, a.k.a. Cash Kelo, a.k.a. Payday, a.k.a. Ketev. Okay, out of here, man. Canelo Alvarez. Um, yeah, man, I, I and, and I think that Kalen Plant is, is you know, he's carrying he's carrying a good momentum to this fight. Uh, you already know David Benavidez. He's carrying a, a great momentum to this fight. Beating Lemieux, knocking out Lemieux, but also Kalen Plant. I think this fight, which has been, you know, highly marinated. No, they had that war in the gym that time with Jose Benavidez and and and, and, and um David Benavidez and the whole camp and, and things of that nature. Um but um Kalen Plant who knocked out Anthony Durrell, and Anthony Durrell, the best opponent uh, a lot of people feel like is the best opponent in David Benavidez's resume, he knocked out he knocked out Kalen Plan knocked out Anthony Durrell with a nice left hook to the body, followed with a left hook up top, and then you already know he digged, the he he put him on the dirt. He put him on the dirt. He made that gesture, and um, look, I, I think this is a better fight now, and the way the people is analyzing this fight, and the chances that Kalen Plan got coming into this fight it, it, if is a better is is a better chance now than before that. Before the Anthony Durrell fight, if he would have if, 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 if he would have got this fight right after the Canelo Alvarez fight, I don't think a lot of people would believe in Caitlin Plant. Like you, when you was analyzing Caitlin Plant, you always say good footwork, good basking skills, a slick fighter, and things of that nature. You never implemented the power, right? But because the way that he beat Anthony Durrell. You know what I'm saying. He showed a lot of power. Now, when you analyzing the David Benavides and Kaelin Plant fight, now you emphasize it and you adding. You know what I'm saying. That type of tool in in your analysis when it comes to Kaelin Plant. Now you adding the power. He's a slick fighter that got power. You know what I'm saying. Like yo, David Benavides got to look out as well. You know, David Benavides got great. Um, one of the fastest hands in that division. Um, an enigma. You know. You know what I'm saying. He's an enigma. You know. Not a lot of people that height, that weight could throw the punches in a way that David Benavides throw him. He's still young. You know what I'm saying? Of course, he made some mistakes early in his career uh, when when um got stripped from the belt a couple of times because of weight, because of drug substances, things of that nature. But, you know what I'm saying? We all learn. We all learn. You know what I'm saying? We don't live a perfect life. Um, But I I, I think he got it. I, I believe that he got it together. He looked in incredible shape. Incredible shape during the, um, you know, you see him in training. The, the final press conference was epic I like it I like it I like the but I think both of these guys got good points in their trash talk um so uh, of course a lot of people was looking forward for this fight um is is a fight that gauges where you at what type of level you on um of course, a lot of people want to see David Benavidez and Canelo Alvarez, And I think that, that this is the reason why there's a lot of people that's pe- that's picking David Benavidez emotionally to beat Canelo Plant. Because a lot of people, including Floyd Mayweather, Mike Tyson, are legendary, a lot of legends in the game, a lot of the pugilist people in the game, a lot of formal fighters, current fighters. They all want to see the Mexican monster versus Canelo Alvarez because they feel like the 168-pound division is an official uh, um, undisputed defense. Now you know that that Canelo Alvarez faced um WBC before he went up to the 175 pound once again. Y'all already know that Canelo Alvarez, Canelo Alvarez became a three division world champion when he beat Sergey Kovalev. Um, came right back down and and and, and you know um, enhance his greatness and becoming an undisputed in 168 pounds. He went up there again trying to to you know dare to be great. Yeah, he took a L, came back down to the 168, defended his titles versus Triple G, but Triple G was an 100 160 unified champion. So, um, people want to see him with the best 168, and of course, David Benavides, who was a champion. You know, um, people feel like that's the legitimate, the, legi- the legitimate challenge in 168 pound, and I do believe that it's in a very intriguing fight, one of the primary fights in the sport of boxing, one one of the most asked asked fights in the sport of boxing is going to propel a lot of fan base and got to sustain a lot of eyeballs in the sport of boxing. Um and, and look Canelo Alvarez really don't got a lot of mega lucrative fight f- lucrative names to pick to make it a mega fight. You know what I'm saying? Yes, it could be a mega event because of course Canelo Alvarez and you know every Canelo Alvarez fight is a mega event, but a mega fight, a mega fight there's not a lot of, a lot of lucrative names yet. Now y'all already know Canelo Alvarez is going to be fighting John Ryder and Cinco de Mayo. You know, a lot of people have been critiquing that opponent, but of course Canelo Alvarez is coming out of um injury and surgery and, and 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 you know, he's been very active um you know, this is a very taxing taxing sport, you know. The wear and tear in this sport, Canelo Alvarez has been active since day 1. Um his resume speak for itself, one of the best resumes of this era, probably the best fighter of this era all time great. You know, he is just due. I understand he's just due a a a, a, a tune up if it need if, if it needs be, you know what I'm saying? Of course there's a lot this other that people, um, a lot of better names that people would like to see Canelo Alvarez in the ring with. Not necessarily they think that they're gonna beat Canelo Alvarez, but of course they got Jamal Charlo, got Demezis the, the Andre, maybe Jaime Munguia, Or Sudo Ramirez, who who came bloated the other fight versus. I mean, in, in the way in Gabe Rosado last week What have embarrassment that Sudo Ramirez did coming out 187 pounds. My goodness, and they be they they fighting in the they was he was going to fight in the light heavyweight. Um division 175, he came very very embarrassing, very, very unprofessional. But of course, like we said at the beginning, people make mistakes and hopefully, you know, he get it together. Suldo Ramirez get it together. Um, also, I gotta I gotta say this, yo. You heard the news that uh uh in, in boxing in the boxing social YouTube channel, the boxing social, Eddie Hearn, the promoter, the promoter, partner with Kenneth Waverest, promoter of match room. Um Revealed that they're trying to make Jaime Mungia versus Dimitri Bavar. Are they crazy, my friend? Jaime Mungia versus Dimitri Bavar. Lord have mercy. No, 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 no. This is career suicide, y'all. Jaime Mungia. I mean, he, he don't even get a challenge a challenge, a, 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 a challenge and fight at 160. Uh, his people don't even put him in a challenging fight. He hasn't even fought at 168. You telling me that he's going to go all the way to the 175, skip 168, and go to the 175 to beat, to to, to fight, Dimitri before the guy that beat the man, Canelo Alvarez, the fourth division world champion, super middleweight, undisputed, King Nelo, a.k.a. Cartelo, a.k.a. Cashkello, a.k.a. Payday, a.k.a. Get the fuck out of here, man. Is somebody smoking some good-ish out there in Golden Board promotions, y'all? Is, is, is Oscar De La Hoyas on some shit again? Is he on that... <laughs> Huh? Jaiman Munge versus Dimitri Bavon. Korea suicide. What the hell is going on here, man? I, I hope they was lying about that report. I hope they was lying about that report, because that's crazy. Jaime Mugheon with Dimitri Bavon. I mean, they pulled out from, from, the, from the from the Jamal Charlo fight last year. They they, they didn't want they didn't want him to fight the uh, um Demise Andre when he was under when he was the mandatory to Demise the Andre. And they moved him, they moved him from the WBO to the WBC. Are oh, they crazy? And I know, I know, I know, I understand that there's people out there that was, a lot of people out there that was critiquing Gold board promotions, including Eddie Hearn. So I, I just, <laughs> it's crazy. There was a lot of people out there critiquing um, Gold board promotions for, for having Jaime Moongi on daycare, protective custody, not giving him the challenges, not moving him up uh, in terms of competition, like the other young hungry lines in the sport of boxing, like Bam Rodriguez, like Fima Lopez, like uh, Shakur Stevenson, and things like that. Like Virgil Ortiz is going to be facing Stanley on this april 29th after the great at after the great fight um that uh, that was announced of course it's going to be a, a lucrative fight in terms of in reference to javon Tan davis versus ryan garcia april 22nd um and it seems like a lot of people are stepping up. The promoters are, put, are putting these fighters, you know, putting great fights right now. Shout-out to Showtime. Shout-out to Golden Board Promotions. Um, Shout-out to everybody. Shout-out to everybody in the sport of boxing. I think it's time for, um, for for boxing to put some great fights and everybody work collectively and, and keeping that momentum going. But Jaime Mungu and Dimitri Baval man, I'm talking about we want him, we want him to step up. But these step up, I think is going to be too much. I think it's a very, very, <laughs> his, his career suicide, in my opinion. Flat-footed Jaime Munguia, I don't think he's ready for Dimitri Pavard. I would have liked a Jaime Munguia versus Edgar Belonga. You know, Puerto Rican, Mexico, you know. I would have liked that better. That that, that made sense. Madison Square Garden, you know what I'm saying? Out there, Puerto Rican par- a parade. Or maybe or maybe out there in in, in L.A. Or, or Texas or something like that. But damn, Jaime Munguia, Dimitri Man, Dimitri will whip that behind, bruh He will whip that behind, bruh Brother, he ain't ready for that Nah, 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 nah He ain't ready for that But hey, y'all wanna step it up, y'all know Look, the O ain't gonna the, the go play an effect in his career If he, if he loses to Dimitri I don't think it's gonna hurt Even though, hey, yo, I ain't giving him no chance I don't give a damn, I don't give a damn I don't even wanna hear, a, what about Punch's chance Man, he got no chance of being Dimitri before. that's it Never fought in 168 Don't find no challenges in 160 and Think that you're gonna go after the man in 175 You must be at your damn mind But anyway Concerning Concerning the fight that a lot of people wanna see um, But of course David Benavides will have to beat Kalen Plant, And I don't think it's gonna be easy Of course I'm predicting that David Benavides is gonna Is gonna stop Kalen Plant, But I won't be I won't be shocked if it goes to a decision And he beats him in the decision You know what I'm saying Um, I think this fight is gonna be in terms of, well, David Benavides will have to. It, it, I think a win is just not satisfying. I think it's how he wins, because of course they're going to gauge him on on performance wise. And sometimes you don't want to. Sometimes you don't want to analyze the things like that. But you know that's the way that boxing works. They're going to say, look, if David Benavides to have trouble with with Kalen Plant and go to a decision, a lot of people are going to compare his performance to Canelo Alvarez performance versus Caitlin Plant, in which Canelo Alvarez stopped Caelan Plant. And I hope that Kalen Plant changed his attitude because um look I think he's a constant professional I think he's an ambassador I think he does everything right but I feel like in that fight when you watch it again you analyze the fight again because of course you gotta watch these fights so you can really analyze um this fight that's gonna be taking place this Saturday if um I mean look Kalen Plant when he was fighting Canelo Alvarez it seems like he needed that justification that clarification of from Canelo Alvarez that he is in this type of level. Right? You could think you win the type of level. But then, you know what I'm saying? It seems like Caelan Plant needed some clarification for Canelo Alvarez. And when Canelo Alvarez gave him the clarification like, yeah, this is a good fight. It feel like Caelan Plant won for himself. I, I deserve to be here. I deserve to share the ring with a future Hall of Famer and probably the great fighter of this era like Canelo Alvarez. And I think at that moment, he actually lost focus. Once he got the clarification... That was a win for him, but that doesn't mean you're gonna win the fight. And for Canelo Alvarez, he took it like probably he took it like, oh, this kid really think he's on my level. Oh, esos muchachos creen que están en el bor mío. No, ese gringo no está en el bor conmigo. Porque ese tipo se me estaba hablando es como como si esté en mi level. No, Eddie Reynoso, le voy a meter las manos. <laughs> Canelo Alvarez said, no, nah, 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 nah. This kid, this, this kid think he's on my level. Oh! He really thinks he's on my level. Ping 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 una boom. Stopped Caleb Plant. Now Caleb Plant would have to go in this fight and try to go out there to win. Now get the clarification, already got the clarification that yeah, he he might be in this level, but you can't be successful in this level, especially um um you know, top top Canelo Alvarez. Kalen Plant could throw the monkey wrench in this, and I think that he has the tools to throw the monkey wrench, because as much as dangerous as we want, we we know David Benavides is, it, his resume doesn't overwhelm the resume of Kalen Plant. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Remember, Mike Tyson gave him the name Mexican Monster. He he, he was never called the Mexican Monster. It, it, Mike Tyson called the um David Benavides the Mexican Monster because he just didn't know his name at the time when he was talking to Jamal Charlo during this podcast. Shout out to Jamal Charlo. Hope he gets things together, man. He get it together. He's gonna be out there in Las Vegas and watch the fight. But, um... If David Pettivitas beats Caleb Plant, and I said this before, Canelo Alvarez's back is against the wall. One, because you know that he doesn't have a lot of marquee name, like I said in the beginning of the show. Second, it's gonna be pressure because... You remember when the Canelo Alvarez uttered that he said that he don't want to fight Mexican fighters, right? So people was like, "Oh, that means you scared. You scared of David Benavidez. Even though you know that these fighters ain't scared of nobody, man. They groom, they build to fight. This is what they do. But of course, this is the, the this this is the way that the boxing fans talk, right? So I'm just I'm just letting y'all know what they say. They say, "Oh, Canelo Alvarez is scared. Él tiene miedo the Mexican monster. He don't want to fight Mexican fighters like Jose Benavidez Senior said, uh, um David Benavides' dad said, "Oh man, he just don't want to he the is scared. He doesn't want to pass the torch." Now I'm going to say this. Y'all remember? Y'all remember? Ask the hoja versus Julio Cesar Chavez. Julio Cesar Chavez, the pride of Mexico. Hometown hero Julio Cesar Chavez is royalty When it comes to Mexico And Oscar de la Hoya The Mexican people loved him The American people loved him And matter of fact I said this before and I, and I think a lot of people Still don't emphasize And I think we need to talk A little bit more Because me I, I'm you know Mr. Moonshine I'm punch drunk. I drunk am, I, I am an American Latino And around that time We never had an icon That spoke for us Meaning an American Latino you know what I'm saying? Of course, Oscar the whole is Mexican American, you know. And I think that I, I I think people would agree or people would understand where I'm coming from as a as as a Latino American, um Latin American in this country. You're gonna have people in your community. I'm gonna give you an example. I'm Dominican, right? And in New York City, my friends that used to be from Dominican that was born in the Dominican Republic, they will t- they will be like, "You're not real Dominican. You're not real Dominican." because I wasn't born in Dominican Republic. My parent my, my 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 folks is from over there, but I wasn't born over there. So I for the for, for the Dominicans, I was I'm not a real Dominican. But for every other race that in the neighborhood, of course, I'm Dominican. They'll be like, "What you what, what, what are you Dominican and stuff like that." Same thing for for a guy like Oscar De la Hoya. We never had a voice. We never had an icon. We never had a a, a voice and, and somebody to represent us like an Oscar De la Hoya, an Americanized Latino. You know? Especially in the in the sport of boxing, it's always been like you know Julio Cesar Chavez. And of course, you did have the Hector Camacho in the world, but nobody spread the the greatness and the word and 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 and, and, and the voice in the world like 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 a Oscar De La Hoya. He was an icon internationally known all over the world. Oscar De La Hoya was so big that he could drop two albums, you know what I'm saying, out of nowhere, no vocals, no vocal skills at all, and still and still have Grammy nominations, win gold. So that's how 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 the whole y'all was, right? the The American people love them. The Mex the, the the Mexican people loved them. the 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 ladies loved them, right? Until he faced Julio Cesar Chavez. That's when shit hit the fan, and he got well. Most of us get also. I'm talking about Americanized Latino. For the Mexicans, y'all already know Chicanos. The Mexican, the real, the, pe- the the Mexicans from Mexico would tell the Americanized, the, the Mexican American, the Chicanos that you're not real Mexican. That, that that's something that we that we could relate in our community, right? Because immig- the immigrant, we relatable, and we have an immigrant immigrant type of community, right? Especially in in, in the Latino community. But for Oscar de la Hoya, the pride of L.A., but he was also a pride of Mexican, of Mexico, pride of Chicanos, pride of everything, you know what I'm saying? He was, he, was the, he was everything until he fought Julio Cesar Chavez. Even in this victory, remember, you got to remember this. In his victory, Oscar de la Hoya was having death threats. He beat the whole time hero. They was calling Oscar de la Hoya fake Mexican, you're not a real Mexican. Damn, how you go and represent your people? And of course, he represented the USA. Yeah, I already know bring the gold medal. But of course, you know, you know what I'm saying? You always represent us like us, you know? Yeah, I'm an American, but of course, Dominicano soy. And for Oscar de la Hoya, he used to come with the sombrero, he used to come with the Mexican song. So of course, he wore that culture in his sleeves, out of his sleeves. He represented just like David Benavidez represents bandera roja Come with the Mexican songs Come with the sombrero And things of that nature And of course he's Ecuadorian Dominican But of course he embodies the culture The the, the Mexican culture But you remember that time When Oscar de la Hoya and, 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 and Julio Cesar Chavez Is going to come back around When it's David Benavidez and, and Canelo Alvarez Let's not forget that several months ago when Canelo Alvarez said that he wouldn't fight, well, that was last year. But when he said that he won't fight another Mexican fighter, and then there, the, the, the the fans was getting split up. I'm talking about the Mexican fans because they was calling David Benavidez You know, Canelo Alvarez fans was calling David Benavidez that he's not a real Mexican. They were saying, no, no, no. What Canelo Alvarez actually mean? He was talking about Jaime Munguia and Sudo Ramirez. He really wasn't talking about David Benavidez Ladies and gentlemen, it was bad. It was a civil war, a civil war amongst the Mexicans when it was Oscar de la Hoya versus Julio Cesar Chavez. Fought him twice. Oscar de la Hoya, there was a rude awakening for Oscar de la Hoya. He's like, damn, how my own people are against me now. And I said this before. I remember I, was, um, I saw the fight several fights ago with Gabe Flores Jr., and I saw him when, as, as, and he, and you know, he's from Stockton, right? He's a Chicano and stuff like that, Mexican background, father's Mexican and things of that nature. But when he was fighting a Mexican from over there, he actually got booed. And that was like mind boggling to him. Like you saw his face, like, oh my God. I, I felt bad. Like, damn, like he was all alone in that arena. Yeah, he fight for y'all, wear the colors, say Mexico, everything. But as soon as he fight a Mexican from, from Mexico, they booed him. They booed him. Same way they felt about Oscar De La Hoya. And the same way, potentially, David Benavidez is going to have to go through. He's representing Mexico. El tiene la bandera. El tiene el sombrero. El tiene la música. But the day you fight Canelo Alvarez that just sold out 50,000, you know what I'm saying, for this potential fight with with John Ryder, he's going to hear it like he never heard it before. He's going to hear that fake Mexican like he never heard it before. And let me tell you like this. If you think that was big back in the days, and of course, I'm not saying that David Benavides was as, as of an icon as Oscar De La Hoya. But now that social media is in play, when the social media back, can you imagine back then the social media? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna tell you like this. Look, in the, in the sport of boxing, you got these split up fans, you got these fans go to war and debates and dialogues and threatening. You know how you know how you know how toxic the boxing community could be. The flow moles versus the pack tarts, the Tyson Fury fans versus the Deontay Wilder fans. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes they in, in, in inflict race in it, right? We, he, we we saw that between the Oscar, um, Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury but this right here is going to be a civil war a civil war that's going to be worse you're going to see the mexican people split you're going to see the americanized mexican going uh, um not feeling that vibe from the people in mexico because i already see it i already see it i already hear it in my YouTube channel, I can see it in my comment section. I can see it in other people's comment section. I can see it on the Twitter feed. I can see when they're calling David Benavidez a fake Mexican. But right now, they're not. Fight. he's not fighting. So right now, he's fighting a gringo. He's fighting Caelan Plant. So right now, the Mexican people are proud of David Benavidez. But as soon as he get in the ring or or the potential signing, he finalized the deal with Canelo Alvarez, Then they're going out there on the road. And Decker could know risk it, just say this: I was, I, I will fight any Mexican. I wasn't really talking about David Benavidez. he's really American. I was talking about Jaime Munguia and Sudo Ramirez. And when he inflicts that energy, it's gonna feel like Oscar De La Hoya, Julio Cesar Chavez. But now that social media is gonna be, it's gonna be a lot. It's gonna be very, very toxic. Mark my words: it's gonna be highly toxic. Even when Oscar De La Hoya fought Fernando Vargas. They consider Fernando Vargas Even though that both of them Is is, is Mexican-American But they consider Fernando Vargas You know what I'm saying More Mexican than Oscar De La Hoya You know why Because if y'all recall um, Fernando Vargas Had Julio Cesar Chavez In his camp Julio Cesar Chavez Brought out Fernando Vargas Fernando Vargas Was the machismo uh, Mexican And Oscar De La Hoya Just didn't embody That machismo the, The beer drinker, the The the, you know what I'm saying? That type of machismo Mexican type of um, 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 um character or personality. David Benavidez versus Canelo Alvarez will be a Mexican civil war. It's going to be a Mexican civil war. It's going to be huge. It's going to be big. And the way that Canelo Alvarez know how to talk, El Cartelo, and now that, and Jose Benavidez Sr., the way he's going to be talking, because he's Mexican, but he's inf- he's putting that energy out there. He's not real. Canelo Alvarez is not like the Mexicans is before, of the Mexican like before. He don't got no balls. He don't got this. But of course, Canelo Alvarez is going to capture even the hearts of Mexican people like never before because he's going back home. And like I said, they're going to be fighting John Wright. Already when sold out, the Mexican people love their their, fav- their, their favorite son come back home. And right now, they love David Benavides. But you're going to see He's gonna find a rude awakening. Maybe he's gonna be hey, maybe, maybe he gotta get closer to the Ecuadorians and Dominican to ti? We here for you if you got a problem. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but look, that's gonna be a great fight. Look, it is, man. In boxing, there's always some drama, there's always some scripted drama. And and I'm I'm just letting y'all you know way ahead of time that you're gonna see something big. It's gonna be toxic it's going to be is is it, but it's boxing. The more toxic, the more brutal outside the ring, the more interest it has. Um so you y'all got to look out for that one. David Benavidez is is a a a a good potential, a great potential fighter, you know what I'm saying? He got the skills to pay the bills. Like got, he got everything going for him right now if you just stay focused. Caitlin Plant really going to this fight and really got nothing to lose. He really got nothing to lose. Of course, you can't tell a fighter that because, of course, man. Uh, uh, but uh, he got the confidence, his team got the confidence, and, and things of that nature. And he already, and, and you know what, he, he actually he fought well versus Canelo Alvarez. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like a, it was like a it, it wasn't a mismatch to me. You know what I'm saying? He, he he did good justice for himself. I mean, he did put it this way. He did pretty good and, and and packed in some rounds where he could go back to the drawing board and get and get better. And that's what he actually did. You know, that's what he actually did. He didn't fold in his next fight. He beat Anthony Durrell. Anthony Durrell, you know, a, a, a good, a good, skillful fighter. Good, taught, taught, taught fighter, especially for Sugar Hill. You know, Sugar Hill, one of the best trainers in the sport of boxing. So, it, it was it it was, it was, it was, a good comeback fight for for in to play. He could have picked an easier opponent, but he won Anthony Durrell. Then, look, right after Anthony Durrell, he got David Benavides. Maybe, in experience-wise leading up to the fight up to now, you know what I'm saying, leading up to the fight with the last couple of opponents, maybe um and Plant is more seasoned for a fight like this. You know, the last two opponents that like David Benavides in my opinion wasn't like not even on the level, you know, Lemute. Come on, that this nah man. He wasn't on that level already. I I, I don't even remember the last time I saw Lemue before the David Benavides fight. But look man, there's a lot of great things happening in the sport of boxing. Um they canceled they canceled um the Stephen Fulton versus Inoue. Um, Stephen Fulton said in his Twitter feed that they're gonna have a date. The fight is still gonna happen, maybe in July. Um, that's a bummer because that's one of the I think that's the best matchup, fight um and, and close fights there is in the sport of boxing. When you're trying to analyze, I think that's the best 50-50 fight in my opinion. Now there's other great fights, but some of them is like 60-40, 55 55-foot-5, and, and stuff like that, but this is like you don't really know who's gonna win, Inoue or, or or Stephen Fulton. But I mean, that's gonna be a good fight. Hopefully, um, Inoue, who was injured, gets get, gets back soon, rehabs quick, and Godspeed, and, and and then and give give his legacy a chance to enhance itself versus Stephen Fulton, and also vice versa for Stephen Fulton as well. Be the best opponent on his resume, even though that Inoue is the th- you know three division world champion, super um 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 undisputed in bantam way Moving up, they're gonna be great. But it's a, it's a great, great opportunity for both fighters. Of course, um, also, Devin and Gene Haney going to be fighting Vaseline Lomachenko. They still haven't officially announced it, but it's been confirmed that David Haney going to face Vaseline Lomachenko May 20th, probably in Las Vegas, Nevada. That's going to be a good fight, the undisputed lightweight champion of the world. Um, and, and it's unfortunate, it's unfortunate, I said this one, once before, it's unfortunate that Devin Haney, the undisputed, is playing second fiddle to Ryan Garcia. And Javon Tan Davis. you already know that Javon Tan Davis and Ryan Garcia is the most lucrative fight. Biggest fight in the sport of boxing. Not only that, but of course in the division. And we never seen that in the sport of boxing. We've never seen that that Devin Haney, the undisputed, is, play, is playing a second fiddle. We've never seen the undisputed in their respective division playing second fiddle. It's not the biggest fight. It's not the, it's the most asked for fight in, in, in that division. Look, in, in, the, in the ladies' side, the lightweight division, the, the lightweight champion, the undisputed champion is Katie Taylor. She's the biggest fight. Bantamweight, in you know is the biggest fight at the Undisputed. When, when John Cena had all the straps, that's the biggest fight in 140. Jamal Charles, is the biggest fight at 154. And Undisputed is the biggest fight in that respective division. But when it comes to Devon, the Dream Haney is not the biggest fight. Why is that? And I'm gonna keep on saying it time and time again. There's people out there that feel like, yo, come on, punch, man. You're on, you hating on Dev. You hating, no, I'm not hating on Dev. I'm keeping it real. I'm keeping them bossy logically and objectively. The reason why Devin Haney is not the, the primary fight in the lightweight division as an undisputed is because his performance, the way that he performs. Not that he that, that he loses. He don't lose. He's a winner. He got a winning style. Devin Haney is a smart fighter, good, skillful fighter. Very um, um got great IQ for his age. Business, great business. His father done a wonderful job in putting him in a position to succeed in this industry, in which I call the Gangsters playground. But it's how David Bennett, it's how Devin Haney wins. It's how people don't like how he wins. And when you got these guys that's linked to you. Because every time when you talk about Devin Haney, you're going to be talking about Shakur, you're going to be talking about Tang, Ryan, T.O., these names are linked to one another. So every time they fight, they compare the performances. It's how they win. The way that Javon Tan Davis win is spectacular. Highlight reel. Ryan Garcia, spectacular. Highlight real. T from Lopez, he be Richard Comey, and then be say Lomachenko and 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 did what a lot of people felt like he couldn't do. Because I don't want people to be like, you know, you are contradicting yourself because you say you want Haney to knock out people, you want be, you want to, handy to stop people, but your boy TFM from Lopez didn't stop, uh, um, Lomachenko, yeah, but he did something that exceeded the expectation because you only thought that TFM from Lopez was going to have a punches chance, but he actually outboxed him and froze. Lomachenko did that At that time The technician The matrix At that time Visele Lomachenko Was pound for pound one two three You could flip it around And nobody thought That TFM Lopez Was gonna outbox Visele Lomachenko See they if, if Devin Haney Beats Lomachenko You expect Devin Haney If he beats Lomachenko To outbox him But you don't You don't expect For him to stop him Drop him Knock him out Things of that nature these guys when the lights were bright when the lights were bright their big fight whether it was a championship or when the lights were bright and this is the test the test of their career they showed out they proved and they look spectacular like mike tyson said when he was trying to compare Flo Mayweather with the many pacquiao years ago they look sensational javon San davis versus pedraza looks sensational ryan garcia versus luke campbell looks sensational Shakur Stevenson versus Jamal Hearing looks sensational. Tifa Lopez versus Richard Comey, Lomachenko looks sensational. Devin the Dream Haney versus George Cambosa was probably the most boringest fight in the history of the sport of boxing. I'm just keeping it real. I can't even remember nothing of that fight. And of course, they fought twice, and I can't even remember too much. I, I can remember the 10th round when Devin Haney tried. His effort was there. It was better than the first fight. But when the lights were bright, you didn't look like an undisputed. You didn't look like a top dog compared to these other people that your contemporaries. You do not. You do not outperform your contemporaries. And at the end of the day, with the people like it or not, yes, boxing. Yes, it's the sweet signs, but the sweet signs is also meant to be exciting. And I also meant to be exciting. This is a sport, and it, it, let's say like this, because people gonna people, people gonna be like, no, it's not a sport. It's a business. Well, it's the entertainment business. And if you don't entertain, then the fans don't want to see you. So it don't matter. It matters that you win, but in most cases, it's how you win. Pitbull Cruz performed well versus Javante Tan Davis. He lost. His stock didn't drop because the way that he performed is how he lost. Not, not, Not that he lost. It's how he lost. People respect it. People identify when you're taking the risk. And when you got the skills to take the risk, when you want it, it's a fight in the end of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, when we look at boxing, we look at, and it's a Saturday night. Look, what are we talking about? David Benavidon versus Caleb Plant this weekend. Hey, yo, my man, you're going to watch the fight, right? Hey, yo, my man, yo, you're going to throw a fight party, right? It's always the fight. In the end of the day, it boils down to a fight. Yes, it's boxing, but it boils down to a fight. When it comes to Devin the Dream Haney, it boils down to Pot shotting out pointing you a boxing bout. And people don't waste their Saturday for boxing bouts. They wanna see a fight. They don't have to, you know, a fight don't have to break loose like brawling, like, like, like Baruchak and Cepeda. You go down, he go down, nah, 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 not like that. But Devin Haney's gonna be compared to his contemporaries. Devin Haney is a social media superstar The only reason why he's not the biggest fight in the lightweight division Is because your contemporaries are entertaining And the fans are willing to watch them Why the fans are willing to watch them? Because they captivate the emotions and the imaginations of the boxing fan They look like they're better than you They probably, people say look is deceiving, but for boxing fan, skills pay the bills, and by real boxing fans, got an eye for talent. We know that Ryan Garcia and Javon Tan Davis is one of the quickest, and, and, and you, you, it's, it's a mixture of quick and power. The evolution of, quick and, and po- of quickness and power, speed and power. It's a great matchup. The reason why this is the biggest fight is because this fight sustained the eyeballs in the sport of boxing. You understand? This is a remember. This is a boxing sport that people say, "Oh my God, boxing is going to die. Boxing is dying. Boxing is in a coma. Boxing is a niche sport." See, Devin Haney, we, if we if we if we say Devin Haney here's here's boxing, take the ball. You're the leader. Go run with it. Go lead us to the promised land and build this sport where it used to be. Oh, no, he's going to go to hell, go right down to the ground. Ladies and gentlemen, we need the boxing, the boxing, boxing, the sport of boxing needs Javante Tan Davis versus Ryan Garcia more than Devin Haney versus Lomachenko. That's unfortunate, though. I don't like saying it, but it's the truth. Devin Haney do not sustain the eyeballs in the sport of boxing. Devin Haney does not help boxing. Devin Haney does not put boxing into the forefront of sport entertainment. But guess who's going to do it? Javon San Davis and Ryan Garcia in that division in which Devin Haney is supposed to be the Royal Highness in that division, but he can't do it because he does not perform to the level of interest that the fans love and like. So if he go fight for San Lomachenko, I hope that he listens to your boy, Mr. Moonshine, and do something that you're not expected because in the sport of boxing, the people that get the most credit and praise are those fighters that exceed the expectations of the boxing fan, or at least matching. People love Manny Pacquiao, the eight-division world champion, 5 linear, 12-time world champion, the ambassador of the center of the humanitarian, the greatest karaoke singer of them all, the goat, Manny Pacquiao. He dared to be great. You don't know if he was going to win all the time. Why do you think a lot of people was respecting T.F. Lopez? And, and look, T.F. Lopez is going to be fighting Josh Taylor, June 10th. He's gonna be the major underdog More of an underdog Than we fall for Vesely Machenko, They respect it Because you exceed The expectations That's how you get The major respect When you see the expectations Of the boxing fans It is what it is man But ladies and gentlemen Look um, it, This is great um, Great news This is gonna be A great week uh, A great Great three months Of the support of boxing It's a bummer That we're not gonna get Stephen Fulton And, and, and um and, and, and you know, we got Virgil Tees, one of the phenom in the sport of boxing versus another phenom in the welterweight division the Stanley Onis. There's going to be a, a step up fight for both of these guys. Um, A good, a good matchup. Can't wait to see that fight. Of course, we're going to be talking about in-depth Javon San Davis and Ryan Garcia in another episode in the next episode. Because that, that's a very important fight like I, I was explaining. <laughs> Um, Anthony Joshua back in, Is going to be back in the ring I believe April 1st You know He's been training With Derrick James Derrick James Who trains um Jamel Charlo And Earl The Truth Spence Earl The Truth Spence Now there's some rumors That Earl The Truth Spence and, and Buck Crawford Are, are still talking I don't, I don't give a damn About that fight Ladies and gentlemen I'm sorry I, I know that y'all Want to see that fight I've been saying for like four years or five years. I have been feeling, Look, I've been saying it for quite some time. I'm I've been pessimistic about that fight. Yes, in the summer I was optimistic, but I don't give a damn about that fight. Um, Buff Crawford is going to be what thirty seven years old this year. Um, I, I I'm 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 done really debating dialogue talking about it. Um, hopefully that Earl Sp- Earl, Earl Spence just moves up or probably give a young hungry line a, a shot like Jerome Bruce Ennis um, maybe get the winner Virgil Ortiz and Stenionish. Uh Keith with Tom Thurman. I don't know. He's one of my favorite fighters, but I don't know what the hell his career is. I don't. I, I don't know what he's done with his career. It's not like he's injured or anything like that. I, he's forfeit his career. He's like the. I'm very disappointed in in, in the way that he has managed his career. Um, I don't know what's happening over there. Um, Jamel Charlo. Hopefully he rehabs and get that that fight with Tim Zhu. Um, that was a great fight by Tim Zhu. Great stoppage versus Tony Harrison. A lot of people calling for Tony Harrison to retire. I don't know. Uh, but we also got May twenty. If We got Chantel Cameron versus Katie Taylor. There's going to be a one hell of a fight right there. Wow. I th- I, you know, of course, I wanted to see the rematch with Amanda Serrano and Katie Taylor. But Amanda Serrano got injured and Chantel Cameron stepped in. So Katie Taylor is going to step up to the 140-pound division and fight the undisputed. And Chantel Cameron, man, Katie Taylor is a monster. Is a monster out there in Ireland, Dublin Shout out to Gary Cully He's gonna be in the undercard as well Also, April 9th We got Shakur Stevenson And in the undercard You got one of the phenom In the 135-pound division as well Keyshawn Davis Look, the 135-pound division is lit With Keyshawn Davis Gary Cully moving up Michelle Rivera has been suspended Um, I believe it was nine months Um, fine $10,000 He was, um, um Tested positive for that so for Some supplements That was banned Some di- diuretic You know what I'm saying Trying to lose weight Or water weight Or uh, things of that nature Um, He lost to Frank Martin Hopefully he gets it together Um, Feels like his team Did something about it Doesn't trust his team Or or, or, or they put something In the, in his system And I'm gonna be interviewing him Very 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 soon So we can elaborate what, 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 went, what went down Of course this is boxing A lot of people don't give a damn About the excuses It is what it is um, but there's a lot of great things gonna happen in the sport of boxing. Um, Bob Garner gonna be back in the ring. Michaela May gonna be back in the ring. Um, I don't even to be honest. I don't even wanna talk about the Tyson Fury, Oleksandr Usyk. I think Tyson Fury. I think his antics has. Has watered down It's been watered down You know what I'm saying Going at Usyk And calling him With the gab tooth And calling him about uh, You're a middleweight this Middleweight that I didn't think the fight Was going to happen anyway That's why I really Never talked about it Um But Hopefully we get to see The heavyweight undisputed We've been trying to see The heavyweight undisputed Since 2015 When it came to Deontay Wilder Anthony Joshua That never came through fruition So I, I don't even get it. Whatever Give me a good fight How about that <laughs> Just give me a good fight Um but yeah y'all already know man subscribe yo everybody subscribe to my youtube channel um also subscribe to punch if you want to get some story you want to read some stories and stuff like that the updated um current events in the sport of boxing y'all already know where to go if y'all go to the boxing scene y'all can come to punch Run boxing um also you can follow me on twitter i'm a twitter head mr moonshine 10 and also on instagram punchrung punch underscore boxing follow me on every social media platform y'all know man I'm the hardest working man in the sport of boxing y'all already know the high octane the comedic the delivery is up to par um, there's gonna be we gonna do this every day, every day an episode for the people out there. Um, so y'all already know, man. Subscribe, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the channels, follow me on social media platform. Y'all already know it's Punch Run Boxing, aka Mr. Moonshine himself, and let me know in the comment section and also become a member on my YouTube channel as well. Um, we're going live every time 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time We're going to go live 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time 6.30 to 7 o'clock Eastern Time I know a lot of people's watching the the, the March Madness It is with a shout out to, to my New Yorkers My tri-state area ballers Keep on doing your thing Um, Again man God first Everything second Fight plus survive Equal shoot champions The best investment You can make in your life Is have God in your heart Build it And Man The the, the gates of heaven is going to open up for you, man We're going to be living together forever and ever and ever God is good, God is great Love you, God bless